0: This is Andrea Holman with Wake Up, Take a Minute, and we are joined today with a very special guest, Michael Ricks, my buddy from Nashville, Tennessee, who I met a couple of years back through a mutual friend. And Michael, it's great to have you with us here today.
1: Well, I'm glad to be here. Thank you for the invitation to come on your podcast.
0: Oh, I I am so excited to have you um, join me today. I know you have been doing a lot since the last time that you and I actually saw each other, which was a while ago. I would love to hear a little bit about what you're doing. Um, You are, you know, a rising Nashville-based country music artist and songwriter. You're an author of a book from Cult to Country, and I know that you are involved in uh, different, multiple different uh, charity works that you do there in your local area in your community. And I would love to hear some of your backstory and um, just tell us a little bit about you, Michael.
1: Well, I moved to Nashville uh, in 09 and uh, initially started out in Christian music, Um, went through some early life challenges uh, of, you know, as far as where I came from as a kid and grew up, but ultimately uh, kind of found a new path and a new direction uh, after making some pretty, you know, Uh, life-changing choices for the better in my life, Uh, Mm -hmm. you know, right from, you know, starting and moving to Nashville at that time and to um, kind of take my life in a better direction after kind of where I came from. Um, So yeah, I've been here, uh, you know, 10 years, started in Christian music, started interning with Toby Max studio and, uh, Mm. you know, got to kind of, you know, see the the backside of Christian music as far as from the recording side and from the production side. Uh, and then after about nine months of interning with him, I ended up interning with a guy named Bill Whittington who uh, is a recording engineer and uh, recorded like heart and motion for Amy Grant and mm. uh, is the guy that accidentally stumbled on the song baby baby uh, yes. back in the reel to reel cassette uh, or you know tape <laughs> recording days. So that's kind of how I got going from, you know, working a lot of little side jobs and then starting to actually earn money from working in music. So that's kind of where I started actually, you know, kind of hit hit the ground running uh, after being here about uh, almost, uh, let me see, a little over a year.
0: Wow. Wow. So you were kind of, you were there for a year and then you um, were, were put on the path of being able to go in and actually work in some of the uh, studios, yes having, yes, having that learning experience to give you that, um, you know, new view while you're actually on your new path, starting out of like, hey, this really could be something that that I can do, and I know you can play great, so <laughs> I am sure you fit right in.
1: Well, it took it took a minute, you know, it um I I, I moved, I was blessed to move into the Brentwood Franklin area, and little by little, um, I was able to connect with people in the community. I uh, was able to connect with one, uh, one particular artist named Susan Ashton uh, mm-hmm. and uh, she, you know, has had quite a few uh, Christian music hits, uh, mm-hmm. and done very well, uh, you know, uh, sang backup for Garth Brooks and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, has had a very successful Christian music career of her own right, uh, working with producer uh, Wayne Kirkpatrick uh, and a uh, guitarist at that time back in the 90s, uh, Dan mm. Huff. Uh, who's produced everybody from Rascal Flatts to um, <clears throat> Keith Urban to uh, all kinds of different folks? Um,
0: wow, that's incredible!
1: And so, because of Susan Ashton, well, she's probably one of the the first people I actually got to really uh, sing backup with, and actually um, even did a little feature part of the songs I sang with, uh, called "What Joy." So, little by little, I you know made my um, path out of Christian music and mm-hmm. um, after touring uh, for a year, almost a year with a, a group called Higher Ground, mm-hmm. um, I started writing country uh, right around two, uh, 2013 and um, and started slowly started migrating uh, out of Christian music and feeling more of a calling uh, into country music and, and just seeing um, kind of a, a providential mm-hmm. um, blessing and moving in that direction uh, and seeing... Fewer opportunities and fewer doors open in Christian music, Mm. and little by little, that's how I began to make my transition.
0: Right, and that's that's interesting too. That um, you know, you talk about some of the doors closing, and then of course other doors opening. Um, You know, as you go through your musical journey, and as you kind of find your path, um, the doors and the opportunities that are open to you, you. They're all opened by God. So it's like, you know, if you really feel like you're being called into this um, other genre of music, there is no right or wrong, you know, and Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it that you're taking that um, mentality, though, of saying, hey, you know, I know that these doors are opening here and this is still where I'm being led and I'm going to walk in that path. And that's that's wonderful. That's so wonderful. Um, so it sounds like, you know, it's that the music aspect of things has really paid off. You've met a lot of people that the doors have been open for you as well. And I know recently that you were actually in a commercial. So I would love to hear about that. How did that come about?
1: Well, um, I have an agent uh, named Terrence Hurd. See, he's done everything from Reba McIntyre to, you know, some of everybody's music videos um, mm-hmm. and uh, cast for a lot of TV shows and a lot of movies. Uh, but he called me and said, hey, there's a ba- uh, banjo um, commercial and I want to cast you in that banjo commercial. Turns out it was a Bank of America commercial and they were looking for as many different kinds of banjo players from as many different backgrounds, uh, wow. different ethnicities, uh, different cultures. Uh, and so I auditioned. After getting cast in it, um, uh, we, I get a, a, a message like about two months ago Mm. And it says your Ken Burns banjo something, something, something is available. And I was like, oh, my God, this was not just a commercial for, you know, Bank of America's, you know, like a random thing. This was actually right. the Ken Burns country music uh, 16 docu 16 episode docuseries that's airing currently on PBS right now. And, wow. Um, so what a, it was what
0: a door, what a door to have opened to you.
1: Oh my God! It's you know it's 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 the God and it's you know my agent who uh, it's the biggest break of my career Um, and uh, I've seen my picture on national uh, digital uh, social media ads. Uh, I'm on their YouTube channel now. Um, picture pictured stories up on the Bank of America website as well.
0: Wow, that's incredible. (laughs) I know I did go look at, I did go looking for, and I found that as well. So I was, I was very impressed. And for those of you who are listening, I mean, this is just really an up and coming um, musicians, you know, any, anytime you get an opportunity to be seen on a national platform and a national level. Um, it, it is just really groundbreaking for them, and it opens so many opportunities for you and i'm I'm so ecstatic and, and happy for you that this actually took place and that it seems to be moving forward for you in, in your music career down there, especially with the banjos because I have a special fondness for a banjo in my in my heart. I grew up um my uh, cousins and all them played in a bluegrass band and every Christmas and every holiday we had, we got together, we were singing to a banjo, so I love a good banjo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I, I am so pleasantly surprised uh, how many people really love the banjo and mm. uh, there's, you know, uh, for me, uh, playing banjo has opened so many doors that I'm just really thankful for the opportunities that have come and, and um, you know, trying to be the best artist I can be and, and really, you know, just kind of working on myself, you know.
0: Yes, yes, <clears throat> finding, finding where you're really being called to and, what that task is that you've been assigned to do in life and you know like you said that music to me it just seems like it's one of those things that's a universal language you know Um, there can be a lot going on in the world but to me it always comes back to you know god and music because that's what touches my soul music i think is something that everybody can relate to no matter your age no matter where you're from no matter your background there is something about music that has touched everybody's life
1: yeah. It really is a it really is a healing a healing thing when you see the history of the banjo coming from Africa mm. uh, and a very primitive uh, design uh, and then you know our both the black and white community here mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, here in the south uh, revamp revitalized that instrument and the banjo uh, became you know uh, kind of you know only second to the fiddle uh, yes you know as yeah. its influence in country music and, and mm-hmm. folk music here in the in the United States, so it's it's a beautiful thing to see, uh, you know, a, an instrument, uh, you know, that that has brought uh, two communities of people together.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. In the world, I I do want to step forward just a little bit because um, I know that you do a lot of charity work in your area as well, and I did want to touch a little bit about. A homeless project there in your area too and i would love to uh, hear just a little bit about that and kind of what you're um seeing as being as far as the impact and the growth of that over since the last time i've spoken with you
1: well you know um franklin uh and brentwood uh, are in williamson county the two towns that are in williamson county uh, williamson county is like the 10th wealthiest county in the united states um if you look up mm-hmm. but the truth is you know there's uh, a, a really significant growing community uh, here in Franklin, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that as Nashville has exploded, um, with some 60 to 100 people moving here a day, yeah. um, Franklin has kind of, uh, you know, experienced uh, a lot of growth, and you know, a lot of those people aren't uh, so uh, excessively wealthy the demographics of the city. Mm-hmm. Yes. Tell, it says, you know, everyone, the average person makes 250000 uh, you know, in the scheme of things. Yes, um, We've had new growth. challenges. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we've had both, you know, both, you know, good growth and mm-hmm. also challenging growth. Yes. Um, and I, I work with a good pra- uh, pastor friend named Pastor Kevin Riggs.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: he was talking about um, uh, a phrase in the homeless advocacy world called functionally zero. Um, mm-hmm. And what that word is, is it, it means that. If a community has uh, homelessness, there's such a a successful system that's in place Mm -hmm. that as soon as someone becomes homeless, we are able to immediately, uh, through the programs at our disposal, we're able to immediately take that person from a homeless status to a functionally not homeless situation and um, get them immediately to a place where... Uh, they don't end up, you know, one week, two week, nine months, a year, in and out, in and out, in mm-hmm. and out, which, mm-hmm. you know, your major cities have complications where, you know, a person basically remains perpetually homeless, yeah. and, uh, kind of bring the awareness and uh, give, give people the opportunity to say, oh, okay, this is, uh, you know, uh, more difficult to, to acknowledge than I'd like but uh, and, and little by little our community has rallied around it
0: that's wonderful that's wonderful that they have um, done that that the everyone there in the county has the support and that they know that they have an opportunity to um, get settled and on a new path um, when they are in desperate need of, of those services so that's a, you a couple of personal questions now wonderful so If um, these are going to be just on the fly, you need to say the first thing that pops into your mind. Um, Yeah what What is your favorite song?
1: Oh man, that is a hard one. Um, Don't you you say? uh, (laughs) I was going to say,
0: don't say "Wagon Wheel." That one's too easy. We just did that.
1: (laughs) Well, we you know um, that was in you know the fine that was was the fine song that was in the commercial. Um, I know actually. Um, you know, the, the song that probably kind of moved me the most uh, was a song by Susan Ashton called Remember Not, mm-hmm. and it's on her product, project name, Susan Ashton, Susan Ashton, and uh, when that song hit me, uh, I got hooked on it. I had a little Sony cassette player, Walkman, and uh, <laughs> that song was how, like, was one of the first times I really realized that a song could, like, get stuck in your head, and you could just, like, every time you listened to it, it was it felt like, it felt like the very first time you listened to it. It's called Remember Not. A lot wow. of, you know, with, as you know, I grew up in a cult and I suffered medical neglect and some experienced some tragedies uh, with the mm-hmm. death of my family because of cult teachings. Um, yes. We were not allowed to have medical treatment. So this song is about forgiveness and it's about being, you know, about redemption. And so that song, Remember Not, it talks about, um, I will remember not. Uh, I will forget. These things that tear my heart, I will forget, you mm-hmm. know, and that's the, that's the chorus of the song. And, um, and I remember um, uh, it was written by Wanker Patrick, by the way. Mm. Uh, and if, if you're familiar with Wanker Patrick, he wrote and uh, helped co-produce the song change the world for the movie phenomenon by Eric Clapton. Oh, wow. Uh, but um, yeah, that song remember not uh, is, was, was it, you know, changed my life. And it was part of how I really got excited about songwriting and really, if you go back to listening to uh, Susan Ashton's music, there's a very uh, organic uh, Americana country uh, feel to those songs. So that was probably some of the first uh, country music as, and as well as 90s country that really influenced me back then. So mm-hmm. that's my favorite song. I think I still I still go back and listen to that song.
0: Great. OK, um, what's your favorite Bible verse or quote?
1: You know, um, when I came to Nashville, uh, there was three three things that I was that I was praying. Uh, there's pr- probably two scriptures uh, in the in the Bible there in the Old Testament. Uh, there's a prophet named Samuel, and he was God's mouthpiece to the nation of Israel uh, as they transitioned uh, from one spiritual leader to a, a younger spiritual leader, being Samuel. Mm-hmm. And um, when Eli heard uh, Samuel, you know, coming in and saying, Hey, did you call me as they were in the early morning hours? And he, they were still in bed and Samuel kept saying, did you call me? Um, you know, he Mm -hmm. said, go back. And when you hear the voice say, here am I. So that scripture, uh, in Samuel, as far as praying, uh, praying that prayer, Lord, here I am, Mm -hmm. uh, was, was like a, uh, it was like a delivery or like, like a trigger, but basically anybody that that's that, uh, said that in the scriptures in the Bible, mm-hmm. it was like God immediately unveiled their life's direction and their life's purpose. And then the other scripture, um, is, uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding and in all your ways, acknowledge him, mm-hmm. that, uh, acknowledge the Lord and he will uh, direct your path. Yes. And so, um, i am still praying that scripture. And then there's another scripture, uh, that says the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I pray, uh, I pray those three scriptures almost daily, um, Lord, order my footsteps, Lord, here I am, take me, lead me, direct me anywhere I'm supposed to go. And anytime I'm trying to make a decision or make it, you know, uh, where, you know, where am I going in life? I say, Lord, I acknowledge you in all of my ways. Yes. Uh, yes. And, uh, you know, I'm, and I'm looking to you. Uh, I'm I'm uh, uh, checking in. I'm uh, looking for you to show me which is the what what's the the right way to go.
0: Right. right, Here I am and use me. Yes, yes, that's wonderful. I, I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, I've, I've had a wonderful time uh, uh, getting to know you a little bit better uh, on a more personal level as well. Um, and I look forward to uh, getting to know you better um, as the years go on. I know at one point in time, Uh, You know, we had talked about doing something together and hopefully that'll work out. We're going to we're going to see if uh, God opens those doors for us in the future as well. And um, and uh, hopefully I'll see you soon in Nashville. But um, I would like to also make sure that people if they would love to get a hold of you, which I know there will be people who want to get a hold of you and uh, talk to you either maybe about your book or your music or your charity work that you're doing as well. How can people get a hold of you? What's the main way for them to get in contact with Michael Ricks?
1: Probably through social media, um, the Michael Ricks, um, you know, my, it's all, I, whenever you search my name in social media, uh, if you type it in as one word, the Michael Ricks and, uh, my last, my name is M I C H A E L. And my last name is R I C K S like as in Rick with a S. Yes. <laughs> um, and, um, uh, they can, you know, pretty much find me on, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, um, it's, there's so many platforms. It's ridiculous. But, I know. Uh, yeah, I know.
0: I know. It's like um, it's like the wonderful world of the web. We love it. Yes.
1: Yes. yes. yes.
0: Yeah. And I will have so all of I will have all of them posted as well um, for people to be able to get a hold of you to um, through the podcast. So um, again, thank you, Michael, so much for your openness and your willingness to share, and for your encouraging story and what you're doing in the community, loving on people. Um, And just really um, following your path and, and, you know, being on the journey that, that, you know, that God's laid before you and being um, present and being there and being willing to let him guide you. So um, we wish you all the encouragement and uh, the blessings coming your way.
1: Well, I want to want to say, thank you for having me. I want to mention one last uh, little feature. Um, Part of, part of what happened with, as a result of my book, Um, from Cult to Country, uh, which is also on Amazon. You can just look up from Cult to Country. It has a picture of me uh, with a banjo on the front. But uh, long story short, I was blessed to partner with another ministry uh, that because of my story of medical neglect, uh, this missions organization called Map International uh, this past uh, February hired me as an artist advocate for them. And they deliver medications all over the world to, uh, for example, the Syrian refugees who are living in tents by the millions right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, they also uh, do disaster medical relief. Uh, they're kind of the FEMA of medical relief. Um, and um, so as a nonprofit, uh, non-government uh, organization of over 65 years and listed as a top charity with Forbes, um, yes. people can go to... Um, MAP.org forward slash Michael Ricks. And you can either become a monthly partner or do a one-time gift. But um, because of my story of medical neglect, uh, that story has now been turned to help benefit other people. So along with my work with the homeless, uh, as I do music shows, uh, people will see uh, information from MAP International, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and they just uh, did a big relief drive with the Weather Channel. And uh, our CEO, Steve Sterling, for the Hurricane Dorian in the mm, Bahamas. So yes. um, I'd love for people to partner with us. Again, that's map.org forward slash Michael Ricks. They're still using that medical relief in the Bahamas. So if you can, um, yes. if people decide to contribute and give to that cause uh, as an artist advocate, um, that's also part of my uh, work that I do to help people get medical access that would not otherwise get it. or you know, help with uh, disaster relief.
0: Yes, that's, that's a wonderful opportunity for people to become involved as well and in, in helping um, those who have health needs around the world. Um, I've heard of that organization and some of my other artist friends are actually involved in that um, organization as well. So that is a, a wonderful way for people to get involved if they would like to help uh, with uh, children and women and men around the world. Um, receipt to receive some health uh, much needed health care at this point when they're in a very um, um, horrible situation in their life they're, that they're going through in, in a disaster. So that's a wonderful opportunity for them to reach out and help as well. So thank you so much, Michael. It has been so much fun talking with you today. And um, please uh, have a wonderful day. And uh, audience, if you would love to get a hold of Michael, which I know you will, please look below for all the taglines we will have um, in in the uh, bio for him down below. And make sure that you reach out to him. And I know he'll get back with you uh, very happily. So, Michael, thank you again. And you have a wonderful day.
1: Well, thank you for having me, on.
0: Hello, this is Andrea Holman. You're listening to Wake Up, Take a Minute podcast. I wanted to share with you my mission today. My mission is to help others be authentic and grow, to find their Wake Up, Take a Minute moment and step out into their purpose. Remember, be you, I'm taken. This episode is sponsored by In His Hands Promotions and Ministries, helping others share their gifts and God's message of love. You can contact them at info.inhishands at gmail.com.
1: The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free.